wish I could turn back the hands of time. Us in the six, shot for new clothes and kicks. You and me taking flicks, making hits. Stages they receive you on. Still can't believe you're gone. Give anything to hear half your breath. I know you're still living your life after death. Yay. Hey, every move I make, I miss you. Every single day, every time I pray, I'll be missing you. You got the bridge or me? This is Both me right us. here, right here. No, wait, hold on. It's not this part. Yeah, the bridge. You want the bridge, huh? Yeah. When you win away, what a life to take, what a bond to break, I'll be missing you. Somebody tell me why On that morning When this life is over I know I'll see your face Every night I pray Every step I take Every move I make Every single day Every night I pray Every day Huh? Oh, see, okay, whatever Alright, let's get started That's a great song, though Let's get started Everybody, welcome back to No Interruption. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the No Interruption podcast with Ethan and Devin. I am your extremely handsome, extremely qualified, extremely <laughs> uh, funny, charismatic, sound great on the microphone host, Ethan. Across from me is my beautiful wife, Devin. Damn, um, that's all I get? Beautiful, charismatic, white, what? young, tall, dark, and handsome. Whatever, Best it. mom in the world. Yeah, that's big facts. We only fight sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ethan Joel. What? what wait, is... hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, what? We're jumping straight into the question already, bro. We what? Gotta, we gotta. What do we gotta get do? The setup. First of all, what we run this it? podcast? Episode ten. Oh yeah. This yeah. is our tenth episode, bro. A, that's like a. What do What do they call it? A decagram. <laughs> I don't think that's what they call it. <laughs> wait, before I get started on this episode. I just want to say thank you to everybody who's listened so far. Thank you to everybody that's been subscribing, unsubscribing, and then resubscribing. We are the number one new podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, Hastings, RIP to Hastings, Best Buy. Uh, we're Is the number Hastings one podcast closed down out there. or something? Hastings has been closed down for years, bro. Well... Yeah, we're, I'm living back. I'm like living in those times. Still. Yeah, bottom line is we're the we're the number one new podcast. Everybody get out of the way. I don't care. But on a serious note, to everybody that was shot in the Atlanta okay, spa don't shootings, say it like that. No, I just want to say R.I.P. to everybody that was has say lost involved. their lives. Say involved. Okay, to everybody in their family who was involved in the Atlanta spa shootings, I'm thinking about you. And to everybody that's also involved in the Colorado grocery sh- grocery store shootings. I hate seeing that shit happen. It's really disgusting, but unfortunately, it's a part of our uh, part of our love, reality. Man? Yeah, no, where's the love, man? For real, you know what? That's gonna be the song. Where's the love? Because that's that's always relevant. You know what I'm saying? All right. Anyway, Devin's gonna get started with a question. Okay. She's looking at me like I'm getting too deep already. <laughs> that's what happens when I start drinking the Cabernet Sauvignon. Sauvignon. But seriously though, R.I.P. to everybody. And Yo, what's I'm up for with this families. dog though? Get your dog away from me, bro. He's looking at me crazy. Just ignore him, dude. He's got to go outside. 
Just ignore. They just went outside. They just went outside. Did they? Yeah, just ignore him. He'll leave you alone. Um. Okay, Ethan. What is something that you loved as a child but absolutely hate as an adult? See, that's a tricky question because usually they ask, you know, like, what is something you hated as a kid and you loved as an adult? Which, like, naps. Duh. Um, but what is something you loved as a child but you hate now? That's a good one. You know what the best answer that, to this was that what? I saw? Yeah, what? Growing up. As a kid, you loved growing up. And as an adult... Just every year is just like another year that passes. Like you don't really care. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. Once you hit like 22, 23, it really just kind of yeah. goes, you know? Really? After 21, it's just like... Yeah. Just and I'm not saying that to be like... Negative. All sad and yeah, all sad and negative. It's just the truth. Like you get a job and you like maybe you start a family and it just kind of starts going. Um, but to answer your question, something I loved as a kid but hate as an adult... That's so hard, dude. Well, you answer it first while I'm thinking. Um. Oh, dude. I loved, like, carnival rides. Oh, yeah. You hate them now. Like, I literally will throw up. Like, I could spin around in a circle by myself, like, not even on a ride, and I'll throw up. I'll get so nauseous. Like, I'll have to, like, sleep for, like, 10 hours. I would have to say always wanting to, like, go out and be social. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, whenever I was, like, in high school and middle school, like, I always wanted to go out and, like, hang out with a bunch of friends and, like, be social, which sometimes I, I still have that urge, but it has to only be my friends that I like. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and a lot of the times, I just want to stay at home and just, like, hang out with, like, you and Liam, so. Honestly, yeah. That's yeah, the just, vibe. like, going out and always trying to be social and, like, meeting new people. Like, I'm not trying to meet new people. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I've already met my people. Yeah, big facts. Like, and if I'm like, meeting if you're new not people, my, If you're not like... my friend by now, like, there's a good chance you might not be ever. And if you do become my friend, it's because, like, it was, like, literally, like... It was destiny. Destiny, you know I mean? yeah. Because I'm not just letting anybody in nowadays. Because, baby, you're a one. No, I'm playing. I'm not even going to start that song again. <laughs> All right, Deb. So that brings us into our first topic, okay, which is... Okay, our first topic is... Computer processors. Where the hell... No, I'm just kidding. ...did all of these bees, these honeybees, carpenter bees... Big facts, ...and wasp yeah. come from? What Dude, in the world? today, I got That's, like, from, my worst nightmare. I got home from work on lunch. Or, I got home... Whoa. Hold on. Literally. I got home f- from work for my lunch. No, it wasn't for lunch. Was it? Was it? At the it end was the of, end of the day. Whatever. I got home from work today, and usually during the summer or the spring, we have a few like little bees, like the big fat black ones. Yeah, the carpenter bees. Sure, I don't know. Devin's a bee expert, <laughs> but we usually have a few of those, right? So it's not like out of the ordinary because we have a bush right by our front door. So it's not out of the ordinary to have two or three just like buzzing along and living. Okay, first of all, if y'all know what a carpenter bee is, first of all, they can't... So I'm going to give you like a little bit of knowledge because I am terrified and so I do my like uh, research. They're big, ginormous bees, but they can't sting. So they just fly at you aggressively to scare you. they're super big. Like they, they look dangerous. Yeah. like If you didn't know what they were, you would think those it, are the ones that could you. If you didn't know that they couldn't sting you, well, I still know that they can't sting me and they terrify me. Yeah. So, but either way... That's like their. That's how they t- scare their like predators is by. I'm the predator. Like flying at them me. aggressively, and so they fly at you aggressively, and they can't do anything to you, but still, it's terrifying. So, anyways. Yeah. So anyway, so I got home and I saw like two or three bees by the front door, and I was I was a little sketched out, so I kind of like retreated to the front yard, and I was gonna like see if they were gonna fly away or call Devin and be like, hey, can you just come up and up the garage, <laughs> so I can get inside the house. 
And as soon as I started like dialing on my phone, I kind of look look. Uh, I looked up again, <laughs> and dude, there was like probably I'm, I'm not joking. I'm not even exaggerating. Like almost a hundred bees. Probably a hundred. All around my yard, like in trees, by my garage, <laughs> by my car, by my front door, by the bush, by the front door. Dude, where did they come? They I weren't here yesterday. And not not just bees, but also wasps. Yeah, the red so, and wasps are aggressive. They're territorial. Yes. And not only the carpenter bees that like can't sting you, it's the honeybees. The honeybee, which, yeah. Honeybees are sweet. Like they don't want to sting you, but if you know me, like I don't like mess around with things no, that can sting you. Not like, bees, dude. And bees I, don't hurt you, see, but wasp. I'm like that's my. I'm my, terrified of wasp. Sorry, I'm trying not to cut Devin off this podcast because I was <laughs> I was editing the podcast the episode nine and I was like, damn, dude, I cut you off a lot. Like, that's really rude. People I do gonna, the same thing. People though. are gonna start thinking I'm like I don't respect her. Um, are you done? But somebody send help. SOS. <laughs> are you done talking? Yes, I'm done. Go ahead. But no, for my like close family that really knows me, they'll remember when I was like seven years old. I was at my grandma's like. My grandma's like childhood home out in the country, somewhere in West Texas. I don't even know the city or the town. But we were all there for like a family reunion type of thing. And I dropped a washer between the slits of like the boards on the uh, on the porch. Mm-hmm. And I went under the porch to get it. And I got stung by a wasp for the first time in my life in my hand. Hell no. And I literally, so at first I thought it was a scorpion. Because I like I had never been stung by anything. And I was seven years old and I just felt this like stinging, burning pain. On the top of my hand. How did you know it was a wasp? I because um, after I got stung and like made my made my whole scene, my dad and my uncles went down there and they saw like a like a wasp nest. So obviously it was the wasps. Um, but yeah, so I'm not terrified of like flying things, but I'm definitely cautious. Devin is terrified. I literally like won't go outside. Like I have to it, close my eyes. Just today yeah. we had to go to Hobby Lobby. She and sprinted to the car. I sprinted with my eyes closed to the car. Like I cannot. Yeah. I don't know why I can't. Like, I know that I don't care where I'm at. Like, if you know me, like, you know, like, I will scream and I will run. I don't care if I'm at church or if I'm, like, in the middle of a presentation. Like, yeah, I do not, not care. Like, I am so scared. And so, literally, they weren't here yesterday. And now, I'm hoping, like, they, I hope they're not here for good. Like, I don't know why we have so many of them, but. I think they're going to be here for a minute. But that kind of brings us to one of our next topics. Um, Devin and I are going to be moving soon. Yeah. So let me give you all a little life update, I guess, right? So I've mentioned it before on here, but I never really went into detail. So for those of you who don't know, most of y'all probably do know, I'm in the Marine Corps, and I've been in the Marine Corps for almost four years now. And when I first joined the Marine Corps, my the job I did, my MOS, Military Occupational Specialty, basically the job I do every day was radio and satellite communications. So just making radios work, making satellite terminals work, it was a pretty okay job. I think I was. <laughs> I love when people say a pretty okay. It was no, like like it was a pretty okay job. I was uh, pretty good at the satellite portion of it. Um, I did that a lot more than radios, but it came time to, and this is like almost a year ago now. But it, it came time to make the decision: should I continue with the Marine Corps or should I get out and um, just try to find. Like, like a good civilian job or basically should I get out or should I stay in? And my original plan was to get out and become a police officer either in like Austin, Abilene, San Antonio. Um, but then I also had kind of another another side thing that I wanted to do, but I didn't really think I was going to be able to do it. He didn't believe in himself. Yeah, I kind of didn't believe in myself. Um, and that was to switch my job from 
like radio and satellite communications to cybersecurity, which was like a new, like hot, cool, new, like MOS job field that the Marine Corps was offering. And it was like brand new. It's only been around for a couple of years. And so they were trying to like filled uh, the spaces they had for it. And so last summer, the Marine Corps put out their, basically their list of jobs that they want people to apply for to see if they get accepted. So the job that I wanted was on there, the cybersecurity job. And I, I put in like a whole, I basically put my application in for it um, and then waited about two to three months and it actually got accepted. So me That's and Devin. That's the first step. Yeah. So that was the first step. Me and Devin talked about it and I was like, it got accepted. You know, I'm down. And we talked about it and, and we decided like the best thing for our family would be to, to re-enlist and make the switch from my old job to this job. Um, and so with, with that switch, this job is a little bit more advanced than my old job. So I had to go from a secret clearance to now a top secret SCI clearance, which is the highest or one of the highest security clearances you can get in the government. And with that takes a lot a lot of time because you have to fill out a lot of paperwork, a lot of background information, has to go to an investigator. It takes a lot of time. Um, and that's the, that's the first thing that you have to do when you make, like when you actually make the switch officially to my new job. That's the first thing you can do before you can get orders to go to the schoolhouse or basically continue with your career. So pretty much since October, I've been kind of in like this limbo period where I've like, I'm out of my old job and I'm kind of in my new job, but not really because I haven't gone to the, the school for it yet and actually been officially like given this MOS. So I've been in this limbo period where I'm just waiting for my top secret clearance to get investigated and then approved. And so long story short, it just, it just recently got approved this past week. So I, now I have my top secret clearance. So the next thing is now I'm just kind of waiting for orders orders. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm and I, they should be coming soon. And so we'll probably be spending our summer in. Yeah. And so the next spot for, for us, at, at least for six to eight months, it's just for my schooling, but it's going to be Pensacola, Florida. And I'm actually really, really, really excited about that. But first of all, can we just talk about how good North Carolina has been to us? Yeah, North Carolina, Like man. A lot of people don't like North Carolina. And I, I'm not like, I, I don't think I'm like the biggest fan, but I don't hate it, you know? Yeah, I love it. It's been good to us, I think. I love it. I will like miss to- it. I, it'll be definitely a part of my life that like I remember because a lot's happened here. Yeah, this is definitely it, it Liam's actually, birth certificate literally will be a North Carolina birth certificate. Yeah, he he was born on the on the on the Marine Corps base. Honestly, Jack, so Jacksonville, North Carolina, where I live, where Camp Lejeune is, where I'm stationed, it actually reminds me a lot of my hometown, Abilene, Texas. Yeah, definitely. It's like if you could imagine Abilene, Texas, but on the beach. Yeah. That's like, it's... That's exactly right. Pretty much the same population. So if you love Abilene, like you'd probably, and you want, but you like, like the beach as well. Yeah. Like Jacksonville's the place for it's you. Very, it's very, it's very, very similar to Abilene. Like a hundred percent, I would say. Like the town aspect of it reminds me so much of Abilene. Population, the demographic. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, but yeah, so that's next for us and we're really excited. Uh, we'll be about, about double as close to Texas as we currently are now. Yeah, instead so of being 25 yeah. hours away from Texas, we'll be like, what, yeah. 10 or 11? Yeah, it's like a 10-hour drive to my parents' house, which that might sound like a lot to somebody. But, but once you've done that 20 Yeah, but once you've done that 22, 23-hour <laughs> drive, that's like, dude, yeah. I, I, dude let's, let's leave at 6 in the, uh, in the morning and get there at 4 p.m. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm really excited for it. I have no idea where I'm going to be stationed after Florida because, like it's I said— stressful Flo- and exciting, more exciting than stressful, but definitely stressful anytime yeah, you have to and, move. So whenever you move uh, duty stations in the military, you can either— a choose to move yourself 
like get a U-Haul, pack up everything yourself, do all that. And then based off of like the distance you travel and then the weight of all the, like the truck that you move in, the military will reimburse you. Kill that mosquito that's flying around. I'm sorry. He's fine. Just please ignore him. He's not going to hurt you. He's fine. But yeah, so you can either do it yourself and get reimbursed. And usually people like make a little bit of a profit off that. Um, that's what me and Devin did. A little did. bit, nothing. We made $3,000 profit when we moved here. Yeah, that's what me and Devin did when we moved from Texas to here. Um, but the second option... Bro, you got a kid though. Yeah. You definitely the, go with the second option. Yeah, so the second option is letting the military like use their move, the, their movers to move you. And they come in... They, they literally pack your entire house. Yeah, they load it they, into the they moving. Do, they, like, do, they literally do everything. Literally all the work. The only work you have to do is get rid of stuff you don't want packed. Yeah, because they'll pack trash and stuff. And so... Now that we have a kid, I'm 100% doing that. Like, pretty much no amount of money is going to be worth no. the hassle. There's, it's just not even worth it. I don't even dude, care. moving is all your stuff, bro. Moving? Every first single of all, thing you having, own. It's so crazy just the fact that we accumulate so much crap. Crap. Yeah. Ethan's a hoarder, first of all. Yeah, probably. A I've been bit. telling him for weeks, like, let's get a, like, not a like huge, a dirty hoarder, like on TV, but I just, I, like I have a hard time getting rid of like, stuff that I might have to use for. We have wires. Later on. For anything. If you need <laughs> a wire fans. for anything in your whole life, anything you can think of, Ethan has it. Like, if you need some you can kind of... You never have enough wires and cords. Oh, my God. Well, we have way too many, so Extension cords, let's give them USB away. cords. Yes, I know. Trust me, Ethernet I know. Ethernet cords, también. Notebooks. Like, if there's a notebook and it still has papers available to write in, Ethan's keeping it. I've got, like, laptops it. that I forgot I had that I'll we just have be digging through a closet. We have literally, like, seven laptops that are just not working. Well, they work, but they're just, like, dead and... Like, a lot of them are opened up because I, I dissected them and I, I took out the RAM or I took out the Wi-Fi antenna. Oh, my gosh. Like, it's kind of – I don't blame Devin for hating At me. this point, I don't hate you, first of all. Um, Big cap. <laughs> at this you point – You ain't got to lie, Craig. You ain't got to lie. So, at this point – Because my sister-in-law, baby cousin Tracy, she told me she went to the show and she saw you there all hugged up on some tramp. Well, now I don't tell care. tell me who she was. That's such a good movie. We should watch that soon. We have... All right, I'm sorry. Continue. I can't even think about it. There I go interrupting you. Continue. Hurry up. Go on now. I don't even know what I'm saying. Go on now. Get. Go on now. Go on now. Get. We're doing such a better job at not cussing, too. Like, well, it's, been it's really because good. we've applied that to our life as well. Yeah, because I just feel bad because, man, last episode was like, bleep, 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 bleep. And also, we've just started to take uh, pay more attention to the fact that our child's learning uh, vocabulary. Yes, he's... Like, and this kid's gonna be talking like talking talking very soon and I'm today very, he was calling the birds at a uh, food lion dogs close I, I thought it was so cute he's he's pretty close They're, they look similar yeah they do <laughs> they look alike i don't blame him he got it he got well, yeah. just a little bit off i don't even know what we were talking about just then but yeah me well and just us moving, moving and just like the process of moving and but honestly i think the military moving us will be just like so much easier just with like yeah. everything we have going on it's just yeah because we've had friends um but it could potentially the, be as early as like may yeah mayish i mean maybe even june maybe later we have no idea it just really depends because there's a couple of things i have to do as far as like requirements for my career because once i go to this like once i go to my school i'm not going to be able to like shoot on the rifle range and do a whole bunch of like marine corps annual requirements requirements. yeah so i need to knock those out here while i'm at camp lejeune still so that way when i go to like any job yeah so that that way when i go to my school i can focus on just my school i don't want to focus on college or shooting on the range one thing i can say though is the beaches school. in pensacola look way nicer than the beaches yeah it's here. like it's like 40 minutes from destin and destin's like a really big yeah vacation that's spot, a super so. yeah that's a super it should be popular. a good time man i'm looking forward to it once i get more information about it i'll, I'll, I'll keep you all updated but yeah we're expecting 
Um, Which it just makes us one, one, me and Ethan, like our our next big goal in life really is to buy a house. Yes. As soon as I'm done with school and I get stationed to where I'm going to be at for the rest of my career, I'm buying a house. Like I want to be a homeowner so bad. That's like the next thing on my list. As soon as I get my baby mama, the like the the, the SUV she wants, no this is the way. next next thing. No, Ethan. We're gonna, yeah. I'm definitely buying a house. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So I'm right now. I'm kind of expecting like May June time frame, but I'll keep you updated. We'll get there, bro. So you know what we should talk about is that a uh, documentary we watched. What was it called? Do you remember? Was it on Netflix? I don't know what it's called specifically, but just it's on Netflix. It's gonna be on like the recommended or trending or new. It's called. It's about the college admission scandal, a couple of years ago Dude, with that's like Lori Loughlin and uh, uh, Felicity. What's Felicity her name? Huffman. Yeah. There was fifty people involved, and let me tell you, bro. This is this is some dirty, elite, privileged. It's just privileged stuff. First of all, do you want to like kind of explain? Okay, like so how they did it. Basically, there's this guy, and you could so. He was a former. There's an un- no, no, no. He was there's, a former basketball coach at Sacramento State, so he knew how the no, college no, no. admission process Re- went. Regardless of all that. Okay, sorry. If I want to get my kid into Harvard, I'm muting myself. I can give a seventy million dollar donation to Harvard. You know, like a crazy amount. Like I'm not like a crazy amount, and I could potentially get my child in. You know, ooh, like they're a good donator to our school. I could potentially get them in, or I could go to this guy. I can't remember his name, but what he would do is he had like kind of hookups, like, you know, people in like the sports department, admissions, athletic directors, different coaches. And he would, um, basically go to them and like say, Hey, this kid's a, you know, water polo player, but they weren't, you know, but the direct, the sports person didn't like sports director didn't care because like he was getting like some pay too, you know, some money too. And so they would say, instead of paying $70 million for a donation to Harvard and potentially getting in, I could give this guy half of that, $35 million, or not really. It wasn't that much. It was yeah, like a it million. Was, it, 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 was was like, like, it, it was like hundreds of thousands to a million. It was $300,000 to a million dollars yeah. is like a, the amount. So and, still, and, Well, let me just interrupt you real quick. It depended on the school, right? Well, yeah. So if you wanted your kid to go to Princeton, which is the number one Ivy League school in the Ivy League, the number one school in the country – you're going to be paying a lot more than if you want your kid to be accepted into UCLA, right? Honestly, it's really stupid to me. Yeah. And honestly, I – so I'm sorry. Finish, finish the explanation okay, of how so, it was done. So, yeah. So basically they would pay like this guy. They would say, hey, I want my kid to go to UCLA. And he'd say, okay, well, that's going to be $600,000. Um, and I'm going to basically tell the um, sailing uh, coach at – UCLA that your child's a sailor and he's just never going to go to the the practices. He's never going to have anything. So really the kids didn't know either. He's going to be a walk-on. Yeah, he's going to be a walk-on. And they would build them this but whole that would, fake so athletic they, profile for whatever fake sport they okay, didn't but, even play. So this is important to say. Like, you know, like everybody knows like about preferences for like, um, what is it called? I can't, we just talked about it. Affirmative action? Affirmative action. Everybody knows about affirmative action, right? Which is like, if you're a, like, um, a minority or a person of color, you are preferred. What they don't know is, is that like there's other quotas. Like there's like, you know, for like niche sports, like sailing and water polo and cricket, like sports that are strange, you know, or well, not strange, whatever people like those sports, but they're kind of strange. Anyways, um, so he would like get an in with those 
coaches and like say that these kids played these weird sports. And so it basically gave them like guaranteed admission, but their parents were paying this guy like hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars to get their kids into these schools, which honestly to me is so stupid. Like, I don't care. Like I would totally tell my kid, like, dude, if you can't get in on your own, like, Let's find something else. First, well, and that's like another thing they said in the documentary is like there's thousands and thousands of colleges they could go to. The problem is, is that people want to go to specific colleges, you know, because it's like it's a status symbol, you know, and that's not what college should be. And also like another thing that I thought was crazy was like just like the small amount, like they did hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars like of just like bribe money and like fraud not to mention and they, would they get, actually like, pay the tuition like they would get like three months six months in prison if like that max i saw was six months yeah but that's typical for white people honestly yeah rich elite wealthy white people like that's yeah that's very that doesn't surprise me i don't at know all. i just thought it was crazy that anybody would be willing um, to pay because yeah like you said ethan you're paying hundreds of thousands to get your kid there and then Plus, on top of that, their tuition. And it's like, for what? Well, So that they can say kids, they went to this school? Well, that's what kind of the people in the documentary were saying is that it's like on the golf course or at the country club yeah. or wherever these people hang out. That's like a thing to talk about. Hey, my kid just got into Yale. My kid went to this like, school. Like my kid's playing water polo at Princeton. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's a it's more for the parents it's a status than the kids. Symbol. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And, and that's not just the rich, the rich elites. That's everybody. Like there's so many parents out there that want their kids to do certain things and get into certain colleges and start putting pressure on them from even like their freshman year of high school that the expectation is whether to get it's into because this they're college. an alumni or yeah, because they just think that it's yeah. a status symbol yeah i mean it's just a ridiculous it's, honestly it's pretty sick and i feel bad for the kids because this kind of shows a lot of the kids didn't even know that they, yeah, they didn't I'll, even know that their yeah. parents were doing this. They thought that they had genuinely got in on their own. Like, yeah. Which some of the they some of those kids and actually most of those kids could've. probably could have got in and on their own. And it's just kind of disheartening to them yeah. that they get to find out in a very their parents public didn't believe setting in them. that their parents didn't, did not believe in them enough, N- enough to get in yeah. on their own merit. And that's kind of sad to me. But the way they got caught was there was – I think it was like the Yale soccer coach – Somehow he got caught up by the FBI and he kind of spilled the beans on the whole thing and he told on like the main guy that was the centerpiece of it. And they went to the main guy and they said, Hey, like you're on everybody. You're a hundred percent caught and the only way that this is gonna get any better for you is you're gonna continue doing what you're doing with all your clients and you're gonna let us record every single call. But one funny thing that I thought, because they, they they let you hear like the recordings, one funny thing that I thought I was like, if this was like um, organized crime, like he would have been like the first phone call that he ever, cause you listen to the phone calls. Like you can tell like as a person, these people all know they're doing something wrong. Well, the thing is, is like anybody who's like in an organized crime or something would know like, Hey, this is a rat. Like he's trying to get me caught up like with the FBI yeah, but or something, they're, but so they're, good. they're so naive and so like unaware of how, of the fact that they could get in trouble for this, that they don't, that they don't realize that, they're on a phone call that's setting them up. You yeah, know? I agree with you. They are naive and they're stupid, but I think that... I didn't say they were stupid. They are stupid. Well, you said But <laughs> the biggest thing that I took away from that is these people are so rich and so wealthy and so elite and so privileged, and they've been like this for such a long time 
that consequences almost don't exist to them. Yeah, I know. That they live in a world where they don't have to watch how they move. They don't really have to watch how they say. They don't well, money have- gets them out of any and it did. Situation. Like, and even, it still did, like, even yeah. It's all like, said and done, whether they pleaded guilty or pleaded not guilty. I think the, the person that did the most time was like seven or eight months. No, the and longest the, one that I saw in the documentary was six months. Yeah, and, and these are people that were like guilty, guilty, guilty. Like, Bro, there's people in prison I mean? right now serving like years, years for, for prison. For, like for, for weed. marijuana, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And whatever, that's that's a whole other podcast in itself. But yeah, we can't get off. It was wild. It, it, it was a really, really, really interesting show. Cause yeah, I remember, especially because you probably, I'm sure that most of y'all have heard of like yeah, the kind that. of the base story, especially with um like Lori Laughlin and Felicity And her Huffman. daughter, because she was always in David Dobrik videos. Ah, so speaking of, yeah. Ethan. Uh, what, okay, so Let me break, this. break Let me it break down this. before we go into it, yeah. Okay, so for those of you who do not know who David Dobrik is, he is a YouTuber, he's a social media influencer. This is somebody that Devin... And I have been watching his videos on uh, specifically on YouTube for probably like two, two maybe three years now, right? And I love his content. I think it's really funny. Um, it's really entertaining. He's very unique in what he does. Yeah, definitely. But recently, there's been some allegations that have come up regarding sexual assault. One of them is an allegation in a video that came out, I think, like in 2018, where basically he was going to prank one of his friends. And the prank was he had a friend, I believe his name is Seth, and he said, hey, Seth, Corinna, who's like a hot girl in his vlogs, Corinna wants to make out with you, um, but she wants to do it wearing like an old man mask, right? And so this guy, Seth, he thinks he's about to make out with this like hot, cute girl. And instead of it being the, the girl, Corinna, it's like this 45-year-old guy who's also in David's vlogs named Jason. And unbeknowing to Seth, he's making out with a man, and he did not give consent to that. So right now, even though that was three years ago, it's bl- that blew up in David's face. So that started it, Yeah, that's, that, that kinda, started like the... Um, the canceling yeah, of that David was like, Dobrik. What do they call it? The catalyst. It was like the catalyst because... Like, he's done, like, a ton of other things. Like, he, like, apparently, like, has, like, like the guy, uh, Jason, who's, like, this old man, yeah. has, like, made, like, inappropriate, like... For all you boomers that don't know what we're talking about, you probably just aren't going to know what we're talking about. But just Google, Google David Dobrik. There's a lot of articles as of late that have been wrote about it, um, written about it. But, but yeah, so that was, that, that was the first allegation that kind of got the ball rolling. And then... A much more serious. It all alle- just came crashing yeah, down. Yeah, a much more serious allegation has has come up, um, and this has also occurred around the same time frame, 2018, kind of even before David Dobrik was like really huge on YouTube. Um, so he had this friend named Dom, also known as Dirty Dom, and he's kind of just like a dirtbag guy, like a stupid frat boy type of guy. Just, just an idiot. Like I'm, like drinks all the time, does drugs, says stupid things, does stupid things for the camera. Um, just wants a bunch of clout. He's just kind of an, an all around idiot, right? And there was this one bit in David's vlog, and and I actually remember, I remember watching. Yeah, this I, vlog. Remember, I remember. I literally vlog. remember this whole thing. All, all these, all these uh, incidents that we're talking about, the vlogs that they were in, they're all taken down now. You might be able to find them somewhere, but they're definitely not on his channel anymore. Um, but with Dirty Dom, I remember there was just there was this one bit. And it was like these three girls who were supposedly a fan of the vlogs. And 
David was kind of like egging on Dom to have a threesome with him. That was a bit like, hey, these girls are going are gonna to come over. These three girls are going to come over and Dom's going to have a foursome. A threesome or a foursome, I don't remember. Either way, that was that was supposed to be the funny bit. That was the plan. But the backstory um, was that they didn't actually want to do that. That no, wasn't the like, plan. Yeah, they just, like, the girls just wanted to come over and hang out with, like, David Dobrik and his friends. Because he's they popular, thought it would be fun. He's, a, he's famous. Like. Yeah, and they, where it gets kind of dicey and tricky is David also has some older friends that are, like, at well, the Jason, time. Jason, the old guy. Well, Jason was, like, 40s. But Jason's the one who bought the alcohol. See, I've heard that that uh, no, Todd that bought the alcohol. So Whatever. Bottom line, somebody bought these underage girls alcohol. So I'm not sure if they're underage, like under but 18. But the comment, David made the comment of let's loosen them up. Yeah. Because he wanted to be able to film. Dom having sex with Dom them. Dom having like a threesome. Because it would be good song. content for his yeah. vlog. So Basically, somebody ended up buying these girls alcohol and they're underage. I don't know if they're under 18, but they were definitely under 21. One she like blacked out. Another yeah. said like she didn't want to do it, but she felt pressured. And basically, honestly, like it's kind of... I like really enjoyed his vlogs and I thought he was funny and it's yeah. just like now like you it's, look at him I, I and can't you really see, enjoy like, the, his work no like it's, you see the backstory and you're like wow like he's actually like really taken advantage of a lot of people he's a narcissist he's used a lot of people yeah he's just done a lot of bad things and there's a lot of people out there that will say oh but he does a lot of good things he gives away a lot of money he gets away but cars, even then and that's he's true. doing it for attention yes. likes and and if you actually go self- back and watch his videos and analyze his exactly. videos exactly that's what I was gonna say a majority of his content is making fun mm-hmm. of his friends, right? <laughs> David doesn't drink a lot, but he also he always encourages his friends to get drunk and do dumb, embarrassing get things. Sloppy drunk. Yeah, and 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 his friends have even come out and said. And there's been many comments made, made that like they've like told him like do not put that in your vlog, and, and he, he does, does it anyway. anyway. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's like so as of right now, he's been he's been pretty much canceled. He's lost like all of his brand deals. Um, he's struggling right now, so I have no idea. What's going to come of like these allegations if I don't know if he's been sued already. I don't know if he's well, going to be sued. Well, I think he's in the sued. process of being sued, right? Uh, either way, he like he usually puts out a podcast every single week, but he hasn't put out Oh, has a, he not? He hasn't put out a podcast in about 2 weeks. He's pretty much been dormant since the even the first allegation. He did make a video um, and posted it on his podcast YouTube channel, so not even his not even his main Long account channel, or his yeah. second account. So that is kind of what was the video? It's basically in a backwards way addressing just the the, the situation that happened with Seth. He just said he understands consent is important and blah 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 blah. It's not even really. He's just trying to save face. Yeah, that's yeah. His, his publicist. Like, it's it's clear that his publicist is like the one that pushed him to do that. Probably his management. Um, he stepped down from Dispo, his app that he just launched, like not even a month ago. So he's. I mean that we've said it time and time and again. Like if you treat people like. Sh- it will come back to you. Yeah, like there is consequences for your actions, whether yes. it's like blatant disregard for people or just like you're just a stupid kid. Like, what? He's not a stupid kid. He was 18. He was he knew what he was doing. But yeah, regardless, like there are consequences for your action. And un- well, no, I w- I was gonna say unfortunately, but that is that's just what it is. He's he's having to face the consequences of what he's done. And honestly, he doesn't really show from what I've heard remorse, yeah. remorse for what he's done. And no. it seems like he has really hurt a lot of people. So Yeah. It's kind of it's it's really hard though. It's really hard to take somebody 
you know, this kind of plays off what we were saying last week, though, but to somebody that, like, you know, like, you appreciate their work and you enjoy and to realize that they're not like the people and you can't just yeah, have, you can't blindly I'm, follow people, yeah, you know? Yeah, it sucks because I'm, am a huge David Dobrik fan. I, yes, I loved all of his both blogs. Both of us, yeah. But I love the we podcast. We listen to his podcast, like, like, I'm yeah. a huge fan. Like, I, I really did But you can't ignore when somebody's done s- yeah, something but, wrong. But I can't condone... I can't condone the writing on the wall, you know? Yeah. And, and it's so, just I don't unfortunate. Know. I'm going to pay attention to like his response, how he responds, um, See, to that's this whole situation. Though, it's, there has been no response. Yeah, exactly. But he has so we'll many see, lawyers around him. He has so much management around him. So many publicists. Like and he, honestly, a good lawyer will say like, don't say anything. Yeah. Like, and, keep your mouth which closed. is good advice. Yeah, like, absolutely. That's good legal advice. Absolutely. Don't say anything ever. Um, like let your lawyer do your work for you, but we'll see. But yeah. I mean, honestly, Looking at just like the little bit of evidence, it just kind of goes there. to show, bro. Like, like he used to always. I'm, I remember watching a vlog. So, um, Trisha Paytas is a girl that, like, I guess used to be like in his group of friends. She she was dating the older guy, Jason. Um, Which even then was kind of weird because she was like what 25 and he was like 40. Something. Jason's a creep, bro. That's a whole. Dude, he story. is a creep. That is a whole. That's other a creep. Story. We can't like, even get like into we that. can get into that, but that's he's like, definitely. A this perp. is not like a social media influencer podcast, but. But yeah, like the way they treated Trisha is definitely backfired because she's the one that kind of got the ball rolling on all this. Well, you know she has I mean? all that dirty info. Yeah, she, she has all the she has, she has a dirt on everybody, mm-hmm. not just him. Because, um, dude, I've I've heard so many things, and take it with a grain of salt because none of us really know what the truth is except for the people that were there. But like Jeff Wittick just made a long video about he's not involved with anything and blah 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 blah. Like Todd's name is being thrown around. See, his thing is, Jason, if I was in everybody. the quote-unquote vlog squad, I would definitely like. If you if you're aware of like wrongdoings that he's done, I would at this point make yourself very clearly not involved and not be a part of it. But that's and the if thing. you're like siding with him, then sure you're in the wrong. So the thing is, that sounds great and all, but the vlog squad quote-unquote vlog squad is a lot more than just a group of friends like they are part of david dobrik llc yeah i know they are probably on like an actual payroll so there's no telling like he i'm sure he's made them sign ndas non-disclosure agreements like there is no telling what kind of legal handcuffs are on all of his friends you know what i mean because nobody's really came out and said anything like jeff wittick said his piece and all jeff was doing is kind of clearing his name um, Scotty Sire, who's another friend of his, kind of came out with a video defending David a little bit, but that was also before the uh, the sexual assault allegations with the, with the the girls. Um, that was just with the Seth thing, just him making out with Jason. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, it sucks because I really like him, but when somebody know, does something you wrong, you do, have to acknowledge it. Yeah, when somebody does something wrong, you have to acknowledge it, or they'll just continue doing it. And honestly, I'm sure more things will come out. Okay. Well, whatever. We're going to find out more about this. And I just, I'm always going to be on the side of what's right. And um, I'm never going to approve of what's wrong. And so we'll find out, you know, we'll look at the facts. But what the fact is right now in my life is. um, March Madness. Yeah. March Madness. (laughs) How the hell am I? Shout out Abilene Christian. Honestly, shout out all the upset teams. Like, I am I, I love seeing that. Like I'm, I'm sure you're disappointed because all, all of our brackets messed are messed up f- whole bracket. All of our brackets are f- for sure. But it is No, fun. not really. You're still at 80, 87%. Andrew is 
Andrew is at 92%. So I'm in third place. Andrew's an insider, though. He knows something. Yeah, that's bullshit. Andrew's cheating. Yeah. Andrew Andrew owes us all money because he's cheating this game right now. And we need to do our fantasy baseball draft this week. They start April 1st. Oh, my God. Where the heck? Dude. Oh, my God. You're going to give me, like, literally a panic attack. It's going to be, like, 2035. but and It's going to be the year 2035, and you're going to be like, dude, what happened? I just hope I don't look old. <laughs> you're white, so you probably will. I know. You know what it is, though? It's sun damage. If I yeah. use sunscreen, I think I'll be okay. No, well, you better figure it out fast. Why am I looking old? I don't know. His eyes widened. <sighs> his eyes widened and he, as he looked at his wife. Um, so what, your bracket's messed up or what? No, my bracket, yeah, my bracket is Obviously. messed up. It's who, been messed up. Who did you have to win? I, I still have Gonzaga to win, and I think there's yeah, still Yeah, same, winning. but... I'm in I'm in third place, but I'm in third place with 73. You're at 87, and Andrew's at 92. Like, there's unless y'all go completely wrong, which I'm looking at y'all's bracket compared to mine. Well, you know that there are so ES- it's the same. But yeah, so the ESPN has this thing called a uh, second chance, and it's like another like tournament bracket thing, and you get to choose um, another bracket, but it starts at the Sweet 16. So once the final 16 teams, it's already are final- done. Oh, it's already oh, done. Oh no, 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 it's not. Is it done? No, no, it's not. It's Sunday. It'll be done. Yeah, so I guess at the end of Sunday, um, you'll you be can able- restart it. Yeah, yeah, it's called Second Chance. You'll be able to make a new bracket with the with the Sweet I know, 16. but that just feels like cheating. No, it's not cheating. It's still fun, dude. It's I fun. mean, I guess it's, it is fun. We do need to get our fantasy baseball team going, though. Yeah, big facts. I need to, God, because okay, me, you, Caleb, Jamie. Andrew and Megan said they would too. Well, yeah, me, you, Caleb, Jamie. Uh, Andrew Megan. Andrew Megan, that's six. Let's I just, bet your dad would play. He's been playing. No offense to my dad, but oh, David. I want, like I just want people that Who are gonna, gonna pay actually, attention. Yeah. yeah. Because like like we did the fantasy basketball thing and I love my sister. I love my dad. But they leave. But a your lo- dad's been your dad's been making moves in fantasy. I know he picked up Malik Beasley. Yeah, I know. Bro, I was gonna pick up Malik Beasley because he's been suspended. And I saw Team Archie and Duke got him. Yeah, and I was like, I bro, I did not expect that. Or else, like, I, I know. I left yeah. him. I left him on the waiver wire forever. No, see, that's the thing is, your dad you know has. I need, to, I need ha- to call and yell at him about yeah, that. Yeah, he's been paying attention because I noticed that because, first of all, I was checking yeah, to see I'll, yeah, if I'll, I'll how do you say dad. his name, Valencianus. Yeah, Jonas Valencius, whatever his name is. I, I picked him up. I yeah, him up. I know. I had him on my waiver yeah. claim, and I don't know how you got him. So that made me the, so well, mad. The, the only reason I had dropped him is because I was trying to beat Cote. Um, Did you beat him? No, I didn't. I lost by like 60 points. But, dude, on the last day, all my good players played really bad, and all of his players played really good. So it, was just, it wasn't meant to be. No big deal. Like It doesn't really change my position. He's still undefeated. Hey, I'm beating him right now, though. I, ho- I hope you beat him. That would be awesome. Because you need to beat like, you need Dude, to win I out. need to beat him because Megan, Megan, fuck, oh, Megan, she's always, always, y'all, y'all fantasy don't understand. Fantasy football, fantasy basketball. Dude, basketball. everything. She's always taking my players during the drafts. She's always, oh, I'm always, like, going head-to-head with Megan. I'm going to beat her. I'm F- going to. I'm Fantasy gonna baseball her. is where you're finna get in your bag. I wanted to call her a B word, <laughs> but I'm not gonna call her a B word. But Megan, you're a B word. You're a Brussels sprout. <laughs> you're a Brussels sprout. Uh, um, it's fun though. I like fantasy sports. Oh yeah. Basketball's so, too long though. Good luck to all the teams. Shout out to all the teams that were upset teams. Loyola, ACU. Regardless, it was, it was though, fun watching y'all, ACU y'all really messed Texas. up my bracket, and now I'm in third place. And I, yeah. I don't like to consider myself like a really competitive person, but it's funny because I'll be when your husband brags all the time. It's like hard to not be. It's funny because I'll be thinking Devin has given up on like her her fantasy basketball team because Devin's not a basketball fan at all. She could care yeah, less I don't care for basketball. it. 
This is my least but favorite. when you give her a team and say, hey, this is your team to manage. Now, like, go win some games. She, like, can't stand losing. So it's kind of funny to watch. Cause, well, like, it's hard to lose when your husband's literally like, I'm doing this, and I just got <laughs> this, and I just beat this guy. And it's like, ugh. Well, it's, it's funny because, like, I'll, I'll think that her team is, like, kind of dormant or she's, like, not really paying attention. And then I'll go look at, like, the league activity. I am doing the bare minimum, though, right now. Like, I'll go look at the league, the league activity, and, like, her name will be all over it. Like, picking up people, trading people, dropping people. But it's fun. Let's wrap it up, B. Okay, hurry up. Ask me the question. Okay. Um, what is something that women think men find attractive about them but is actually really not as attractive or sexy? Like, what is something that, like, I think, oh, my God, men think this is attractive, but a man looks at it and thinks, mm. Sure. Um, I'd say probably, like, a jawline. Really? Because my jawline is something that I am, I don't want to say very no, insecure about. No, for women, about. though. Like, a woman's Oh, hold on. Jawline. Say it again. Say it again. So, like, what is something that, like, I'm like, oh. That a man finds attractive? About me as oh, a woman. Okay. But, but actually, it's not a big deal. Yeah, you don't care about it. Um, what about collarbones? Yes. Like, I think collarbones are attractive. Do you think, eh, I don't care about her collarbones? Yeah, I think that's actually a really good one because I feel like a lot of women really care about their collarbones. What about bones. a thigh gap? I don't care about a thigh. I, I actually prefer not a thigh gap, me personally. Yeah. So, yeah, collarbones and thigh gaps are one of those things that women are probably, like, insecure about and notice about themselves. But And not that they should care about a man's opinion because whatever, but... Yeah, I don't care. Like, me, personally, um, as a uh, big masculine, sexy man, <laughs> I don't care about a thigh gap or collarbones. Like, okay. you know the vibes. God okay. bless America. God bless America. We love y'all. My kid's crying. Amen. I'm about to go get him. I'm about to go watch American Idol. I'll I love be y'all. missing you. All right, guys. Bro, have a good week. I love y'all. Bye. Bye. What's wrong with the world, mama? People living like they ain't got no mama. The whole world addicted to the drama Only attracted to things that'll bring the trauma Overseas, yeah, we trying to stop terrorism But we still got terrorists here living In the USA, the big CIA The Bloods and the Crips and the KKK But if you only have love for your own race Then you only leave space to discriminate And to discriminate only generates hate And when you hate, then you're bound to get irate Yeah, madness is what you demonstrate And that's exactly how anger works and operates Man, you gotta have love just to set it straight Take control of your mind and meditate Let your soul gravitate to the love, y'all, y'all People killing, people dying Children hurt and you hear them crying Can you practice what you preach And would you turn the other